now that you know what you know, what would you do um, if you were going to wipe the slate clean and, and just start over from scratch on your profiles? Like, okay. So the situation is you're going to delete them all, take a little breather, get some really good photos, mm-hmm. and then um, what? how would it be like for the written part that you would redo? Hey, welcome back to Bumbling Idiots, the podcast about online dating for the rest of us. I'm Evangeline Jelly, and I'm here with my co-host Sam, and we're going to dive right into it. There's a couple potential topics that we could talk about. One would be to circle back to sort of the basics of, you know, creating an online profile and my reflections on what I would do differently next time around if I were to do this again, based off of what I've learned now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one. And then another would be um, the observation that you made. And you you and another friend of mine actually both made the same comment when I was adamantly, vehemently opposed to the idea of doing online dating. And you both were advocating for it. And both of you said <laughs> that no matter what happens when you do online dating, it becomes this experience where um, well, you learn a lot more about yourself, but mm. it's kind of this process of, of growing and in my case, like rising like a phoenix <laughs> you know, <laughs> out of the ashes of, you know, whatever else. Um, and you both said it in different ways, but you know, you were about, you know, kind of like it's about self-discovery, but it's, uh, there's some, there's something that happens if you do this and you do it, you know, um, well and well doesn't mean in any way that you're meeting somebody and you're coupling up it it just means that you're open to the experience of trying new things and um seeing what you like seeing what you don't like and uh, there's a lot to be learned from it and you had specifically said that what happens over time is that um there's this inner assurance that comes around that starts to sort of emanate that changes a lot of the interactions that you have with people in the world and I forgot about that until you and I were talking about it because I was describing to you what happened to me a couple of weekends ago that was pretty surprising for yeah. me. And you're like, no, I told you this was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you remember? <laughs> yeah. I think that these, these are all very related. So I'm curious, what would you do? You know, you've, you've mentioned that you feel like um, you'd like to do a reset and... Um, yeah, so what would that look like? And what have, what have you learned from <clears throat> the beginning of... So you've been at it for a few months. And yes, you went in kind of almost kicking and screaming to... <laughs> I think I was actively like... <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> Holding yes. my nose. Like vomiting, yes. <laughs> suppressing a vomit <laughs> reflex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and now... Yeah. And now, yeah, I mean, recently you've just arrived at this place where like a lot of you're just emanating a vibe and and you're getting asked, getting a lot of attention, getting asked out a lot. And Mm. and yes, I know exactly what you're referring to, because when you were sharing like (laughs) that bewilderment with me, I was like, yeah, no, that totally makes sense to me (laughs) because you're you're you've hit your stride and you feel good about it. So let's let's dive into that. What would you do now that you know what you know? What would you do? Um if you were going to wipe the slate clean and, and just start over from scratch on your profiles. Like, okay. So the situation is you're going to delete them all, take a little breather, get some really good photos. Mm-hmm. And then um, what, how would it be like for the written part that you would redo? Um, 
Okay, so that's a good place to start, the written part. Well, okay, so I want to say this. Like, when we were setting up the first profile and you were walking me through it and I was very much not really wanting to do it, um, the first decision you have to make is, do you use your real name? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or do you use somebody else's real name? Or do you make up something altogether and, like, call yourself, like, Mrs. Lincoln or something? You know, like, Mm -hmm. completely, well, nobody will ever like you for doing that. an instant interest killer they're like no i have all the information i need right now like that you put up your fake name as mrs lincoln um it's guaranteed to not work um so you and i were talking about this and you're like use your real name and i was like i don't want to use my real name and you were like get over yourself and i was like no i really don't want to do this so um and ultimately i did use my real name and it has been something that I've been mindful of when I've been looking at other people's profiles because I've come across people where, um, you know, their name might be down as like Steve or whatever. And then you get chitty chatting with them and then they're like, oh, by the way, my name is actually Robert. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I find it. Um, yeah. I mean, like the, the use of the real name, in my opinion, says that you're honest and you're comfortable, and you're direct, and um, and those are positive things, right? So, right. <laughs> those are what we're looking for from people. So I do yeah. always, I've always found it a little jarring to have that experience that you just described, where it's like some bizarre, you know, collection of consonants, you know, or, you know, Mr. Lincoln, or... <laughs> Abe Lincoln, that's my an, name. <laughs> yeah, or like another name. And then they say, they reveal at some point where they decided it's okay to reveal that, you know, that that that's not really their name. And I always find that a little bewildering because, um, like, early on, like, decades ago, I think there was some legitimacy because everybody was going online thinking, what is this? You know, Mm -hmm. is this, like, you know, an escort service? Like, what's going to happen? You know, will I get fired if people find out? Like... You know, and it, I think it, it attaches it more to like the sketchier world of online dating. Like, there's like the fake name of somebody saying a, a real name, but yeah, you know, the person sometimes saying, they'll yeah. use their middle name. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah. you're not John, you're Bob. Like, the, for me, there's like zero difference. <laughs> right. But there's that. Yeah. And then there's the obviously fake name where somebody's like, my name is right. Muppet Face. You know, you're like, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it also there's another connection to like early days of online dating and that is there was a time at which nobody used a real name and you had to come up with like a handle mm. like you do for so many other like online things um where you just come up with a handle and it's mm-hmm. it's it's appropriate it's kind of like the norm to not use your real name okay um which is good or bad i mean that does kind of unearth the entire world of people are more comfortable being horrible when they can be anonymous online right and um if your real name is attached to something your reputation is attached your identity is attached and i think that all of those things are what are what drives my um, position on encouraging people to use their real name because it's evolved. Online dating has evolved to this very legitimate place of this is a normal way to try to meet people. If you aren't, you know, if you're suddenly single and, Mm. or you're not, you know, meeting people in real life, it's very legitimate. And so to use um, a fake name, I think 
has that connotation of um, anonymity, which begs the question, why do you feel the need to be anonymous? You know, are you, right. are you doing something that you're not proud of? Are you possibly married? Um, and that's just, yeah, it's unpleasant. Huh. So it has a negative connotation. So I'm hearing a couple of things about like the completely fake names, like the Jimmy Two Socks or whatever, you know, like whatever. Or just not being honest about your name. No, it could be like, oh. you know, your name is Michael and you go by Steven online. It's like, yeah. well, why are you doing that? But I guess here's the thing is like, I'm not going to know that situation um, unless if I talk to the person and they let me know that as opposed to the you're cruising along and you're seeing these. I just want to talk about these as two, two different things. So the one being like the, the completely like Mr. Muppet face, like completely made up. Everybody knows it's made up. And that in that situation, you're saying it could almost be a holdover from that person may have also been in the online dating situation back when that kind of was the norm that you would make a handle the way that people have handles for like Instagram or whatever. Right. So that's one scenario by which they might be doing it. But then the other might be that they're just advertising to the world that they're kind of inherently uncomfortable with the situation. Yeah. In my opinion, there remain no good reasons to not be honest about your name in online dating, you know, because if you are, it suggests that you're, you're either just at, at, at best, uncomfortable with this this area right uncomfortable navigating this domain in which case you know maybe you know people need to get more comfortable um and at worst that they have something to hide like they they don't want their wife to find out you know and if they have an unusual name then you know somebody could say like hey you know you're like Edmund or something, you know, like, hey, I saw this Edmund online. Is that your <laughs> husband? You know, yeah. th- that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, it's sort of like, also, we have pictures of their faces. Like people, everybody puts up pictures of your face too. So it's kind not of funny to be like. Yeah. So not, really not everybody has done that historically or still does it either. And that's why like huh. the webs, the dating apps have evolved so that you, you now have to do that. So huh. in the past, some people will skirt that by um you know having like these obscure photos where you can't really see their faces or they'll it'll be all landscape shots and it's like okay what's going on if you you know like why are you messaging me if you only you know so i you know in those cases i've asked people like what what's you know what's up why don't you have any photos of yourself right and and the answers are never good. Like, I've never had somebody put me at ease with their answer that <laughs> follows after that, after that, so, that yeah. situation. I'm usually like, okay, that's great. You know, I'm out. Like, right. I, I'm not interested. Um, so it's a little, it's like, a, it's an early flag for you. Yes, it's a, it's a, it's a huge flag if someone is not comfortable being on, honest online. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the dating apps kind of, like that's yeah they they kind of dovetail on this where they now say you have to verify your images you have to take like a selfie of yourself like as you're creating your profile that set that and so the the app matches your image with that shot that you've just taken okay. it matches it with the f- profile photos and it says yep you look like you um you're good to go and if you don't do that i don't remember which app it is you are not verified or you can't even have a profile and then some of them will flag your images um as somehow violating their rules and that can be like i've had mine flagged um trying to remember what it was 
one of them is very specific. Like it just wants one person in the photo, but I know okay. they all encourage you to have like, here's me with a ton of friends. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm so social and popular. Right. And I, I, that annoys me because then you're always like, okay, which one are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, um, but some I've gotten flagged before as like inappropriate, meaning like it was nudity or something, which huh. I've never posted. And so the, the automatic, you know, I'll, whatever they do, the screening tool doesn't always work perfectly because I don't post nude photos. Right, right. Um, but something about it, you know, I don't it know what it was. Attention. Yeah, it you showed their attention. too much elbow. And they thought, thought that was suspicious. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, like, so, okay, so sticking back to the name thing. So I was setting up the first of two profiles. This was on Bumble and you were walking me through it. And um, yeah, and I remember you sort of, explaining to me your philosophy on the, the real name and I think the thing that convinced me to, to do that was I think you said something so similar to what you've just been saying about how like we're all adults here and yep this is an inherently uncomfortable thing period and why make it any more weird and so if we're kind of if part of the way that we want the world to be that's better and so I just you know put my real name on there and um so the question is, what would I do if I were setting up shop again? Um, and that's that's what I would do, is definitely use my real name. So that's point one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the first thing I've learned, is that it seems to have more benefits and less detractions if you use your real first name. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like the pictures thing is like a, just a gargantuan topic that we shouldn't bother with at the moment, but because that's a whole like episode. So we should definitely talk about photos at some point, but... I think well, the, I think uh, it's, it's important to mention why, though. I mean, why why do you think the the photos are such a big topic? So, I think photos are the number one thing after whatever filters a person puts on regarding what they're searching for, like the distance from where they live or the gender they're looking for, and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the photos are going to catch people's attention or not, and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm like holding myself back from talking about it because it would be really easy for us to go deeply no, into think, that rabbit hole. Yeah, I think that's enough, but I think it's important to mention. Um, it's like the most important part. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I think that's important. I think that's that's important because yeah. I don't think everybody feels that way. And I, given how <laughs> visual we all are, yeah, I find it shocking that people do not. Um, spend more time on their photos and making sure those are real and accurate and pleasant, you know, like a a photo that would make someone say, Oh, they seem nice. And like someone I would like to meet or wouldn't mind meeting, even if it doesn't work out, they seem like a nice, healthy, positive individual, (laughs) you know, this kind of photo that says like, um, like, often it's funny how often we go to back to like well would this happen in real life and I think you know it, it I think that's what it makes me think of is like okay if this person were you know at a bookstore would they seem approachable you know or yeah. like you know if I were in a class with this person it would this be the view of them and do they seem approachable you know and if if someone were in a class and they had like a hoodie up and like shades on and you yeah. know like their face down buried in a book you might think oh I don't think they, wanna <laughs> they want to be friendly right, right now, now. Yeah, yeah 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 so when I see these photos of people where they're not smiling or you can barely see them or they're wearing 
I mean, this is just so absurd. We shouldn't even have to mention it, but like wearing their pandemic mask in the images, (laughs) like, you know, I've seen so many comments um, where people are like, why are you wearing masks? Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's it's so ridiculous. Um, But but we could we we see we're already going down rabbit hole. This is the thing is this is an endless conversation so we i think we should resolve this by the next we should definitely resolve this by by hopping to recording about specifically this really soon because it might even be like a a bunch of episodes that we end up talking about it um but yeah the photographs are the number one thing and it doesn't mean that having a great or terrible photo is the make or break it in terms of whether or not you're ultimately going to connect with somebody but it is the thing that's going to cause somebody to stop and um, maybe not even look at what you've written. They might just hit like, and then later, if you actually match, then they read what you've written. So what you've written and how you present yourself in that way is also, I think, super important. Um, but the the next big thing, that the thing that I would do differently, that I definitely, um, if I were to do this again, is, so if I go back out there and set up a whole new account, is that I would um, not be incognito. Mm-hmm. And that was ironically the biggest factor for me in my agreement to actually do the online dating thing was that I had to find some way that I would do it and I paid Mm -hmm. money on both of these apps and this is why I chose these two apps because they had the opportunity for you to be able to be on there and it's not open season so your profile is hidden from anybody unless Mm -hmm. if you like somebody and then and then your profile is shown and so that's what incognito is about and I love love the discretion of that i love the idea of like the privacy of it it is like straight to my heart but what i realized is that um these apps definitely do not show you all of the people who are available they might if you are in a very sparse region and they're like sure look at the 15 people that are available to you um but in a largely populated area they definitely titrate the people that are being sent to you um, under all sorts of different parameters. But one of those is how they evaluate the rating of your profile versus other people's profiles. And that really comes down to how many people have liked your profile and shown interest in it. And all of that is data that's getting fed into the algorithms. And I know that when you have a brand new account and it is open to the world, that is like the fastest moment that it's going to course across all of, you know, that particular mm-hmm. social environment and be shown to the maximum amount of people. And because there are people who have been on these things for a really long time, a new account that says that is new, people tend to pay attention to. And so that is the moment that you're going to get the maximum amount of rush likes, which for your purposes of meeting somebody may be of very little importance, but it has everything to do with how it elevates your algorithm, where you stand in the algorithm, basically. And so that is what I would definitely do differently um, if I were to do this again, which I might do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. That's very scary because at that moment is like, as I've talked about my discomfort about this idea of having like an ad online that you're single. Um, yeah. You know, is like, like, yeah, that very weird um idea that people that you know uh will see you and or see me speak about myself but they're going to see me in my profile and that feels uncomfortable like there's that the, the discomfort the idea of just that somebody sees my profile and 
you know, has all sorts of thoughts and criticisms and ideas about how I'm presenting myself. You know, like, I think I've presented myself in a way that is who I am, but mm-hmm. somebody else might know me from a different context and be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> she's saying this about herself that's not true (laughs) I think you probably are in good company in feeling really vulnerable going online creating a profile and now you have this awareness that it's it is going to be top of the pile where everybody sees like oh here's this person new account let's you know let's check it out and you are going to be fed to a big large number of people if you're not incognito and feeling really self-conscious about what you've written and how you're representing yourself sounds sounds really vulnerable when you when you talk about it that makes a lot of sense so I'm sure a lot of people feel that way yeah and but and 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 I'm definitely felt very vulnerable about it um and to me it's still worth it that you know if you want to get two weeks in and then go into the incognito mode that's a different thing but if I were to do this again I would definitely just go open season and be like grit my teeth and close my eyes and push the send button or whatever it is like activate this account and then <laughs> just like Whoa, you know just don't look at it for a while and just get that part over with but um yeah you're at the place so it's interesting you know we 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 change when we have a need to you know yes and you're at a place where that is suddenly more um more inviting than it is <laughs> terrifying <laughs> you know like it's the scales have tipped and and you're you've gotten comfortable with putting yourself out there being super vulnerable you know having as you perceive it you feel like a million people might be judging you and seeing you online yeah. but it's worth it because you know what the upside is the in the upsides right. are that you have a you have more potential for meeting somebody you like simply yes. because more people will be looking at your profile and yeah there could be people that are judging you and like you said like there might be people that you know that are criticizing you but when I and I, I just I, I completely understand that and like I said I think there are probably a lot of people who feel similarly that it's very raw and vulnerable and exposed um, but when I see profiles I rarely see anyone that I know and um I think your profile will be met with a lot more um, positive response than it will negative. So I think that I don't think I'm super idealistic. You and I are certainly critical of of lots of profiles as we've shared here, which I I don't, I'm not proud of myself for being critical or judgmental. (laughs) Well, it's reality. (laughs) This is just reality. I mean, we are going to have opinions about I mean, I think like 90% of the time when you and I have been like, oh, look at this profile. It's because of like least effort put into it ever, which is just like an an insult to the process. Like that's the kind of stuff that you and I tend to be like, look at this. Look at how idiotic this person was and how they presented themselves because it it just shows, it just comes across as though they put in very little thought. And um, yeah, yeah, a lot of those profiles, I'm, I'm often really conflicted because I, um, I guess over the years, I have reached out to some people and said, hey, um, you know, this is what I do. I take I take portraits of people. <laughs> and you, I think, you know, you would be really um, benefited by having yeah. some good photos taken, not necessarily by me, but, you know, by anybody. Um, 
by well yeah <laughs> you know simply because i think they lack the awareness of how much it matters yeah. and and also the awareness of how their photos are coming across like yeah. one person i recently mentioned it to he wasn't smiling in most of them and he looked kind of scary yeah and um but his profile reads as though he's a really thoughtful kind sweet person and i don't think i was being duped or anything and he's a serial killer i think he just really guys just really don't realize sometimes that um just a smile you know what makes a huge difference um and so i have reached out over the years and i i'm always conflicted i would do it a lot more because it's it's um as soon as you match with someone, you're suggesting that you're interested in them. Right. And sometimes <laughs> I've, I've just been feeling this incredible well of empathy and like, man, he seems like a great guy. I'm not sure he's for me, right. but I think he would. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm probably it's probably completely inappropriate to offer that unsolicited yeah, advice. But you're but... trying to do them a favor in the world because it's I mean, I get it. There's something about that particular profile that you have a sense of empathy for the person because there's something about it where you can recognize that the photos are not aligning with what your sense of that person is and you know that if they had different photographs if they were presenting themselves differently they would be much more successful at yeah connecting with somebody that's similar to what they're looking for yeah i think one of the things that i find really challenging about online dating is i'm often um really saddened (laughs) by the process of of going online and seeing a lot of many many of the same people still single and Mm. i i find it deeply saddening that there are so many single people who've not found a partner and and i and i've been dating for a while and i know that for the most part like i think like 95 percent of people are really would like to be partnered it's not yeah. that everybody you know i think if you're not in the process you might think like oh it's you know people are just having fun they you know they enjoy like having sex with different people going out you know this right. wild free lifestyle that married people tend to imagine that it would yeah. be like but the reality is people are on this profile and dealing with all of these you know painful decisions often you know that you just described mm-hmm. today for the purpose of meeting someone these are like necessary risks that people are willing to take mm-hmm. only because you know not for some wild and crazy you know <laughs> weekend every weekend but because they would really like to be living their lives with company with a right. companion with a partner and i find that most people are interested in something monogamous most people want to have a partner most people um aren't interested in random hookups and or like high volume dating they're like they many of them disclose right on their profile i would like to meet someone i am interested in something long term we can you know we can start slowly Uh, you know not interested in diving into anything physical i really want to get to know somebody yes and so i find it very sad so it it just moves me how um how many people are still there yeah and how hard it is for all of us uh i just two things that just came to mind one is in response to exactly this is that the lens with which you're viewing this though is is limited so um it's sort of like the little people what is it the 
periscope that comes out of the, the submarine like because uh-huh. you're coming in, in the whole time you've been doing the online dating you've also been in some a few very serious long-term relationships so it's not like if somebody were to see your profile today and they saw you in a variant of your profile five years ago or whatever you haven't been on there the whole time you know but they might see you and be like oh she's she's here and what's happened is actually it's not been like this continuous era of of not being coupled um so i'm sure there are some people that are on there the whole time but then also there are people we're only seeing little bits of the person's life you know from the periscope view so you you kind of put up the periscope and then you're like oh look this person's here they've been here the whole time but we don't even know that you know well, I think regardless, it is the same as me. So whether whether they've been on and off like I have, or if they've left it up the entire time, they're still single, you know? And so mm. whether they've been dating, I mean, that's very hard to sustain for 10 years, you know, or if, if they've been like me where they've had a long-term relationship and then mm. um, it's ended and then they're right. back, the arc arrives at the same place where huh. I'm still single. I'm, you know, I'm not partnered and they are as well. So, so that's such an interesting perspective on it because I guess I think of, yes, in theory, the idea is meet somebody and don't ever have to do this again. <laughs> you know, like, great, yeah. you know, you're with somebody and that, that you just like go off into the sunset of your lives and just whatever, you know, you move on in life and then you never have to do this again. But I don't know, like... I just feel like that's probably not actually how this goes for most people. Like even if you get married and you're in this one big relationship for the great majority of your life, you can end up being, you know, widowed or be a widower and decide at that moment in your life that you would like to continue to have some variant of companionship, even though you've lost your lifelong love. And I guess my point is it's like what I'm hearing in the way that you're talking about it is like, well, I'm here now and I'm single and those people are, even if they've been in relationships, they're single now. So that therefore means that there's a great sadness to this because there's this like steady state of singleness is not acknowledging the wonder and grace of the relationships that come in between. Um, It sort of negates the value of those, like this happened, but it ended and therefore it kind of um, doesn't contribute to the aggregate of, of the life. I, I think I'm following. I I think um, it's important. I think it's important to note that these apps do deliver successful relationships. If maybe that's what you're saying, where a lot of people do find someone and get married, and uh, by doing it this way, and, or partnered, or whatever yeah. it is their goal is, but they have a partner and they're no longer on the apps, and uh-huh. they feel like it's been a successful experiment, experience, and experiment. Yeah. And that's why we all do it because we all know that this is a legitimate way to meet people and that often people find their partners here as have I. So I've, since I got divorced, I have had, I think four long-term partnerships and three out of the four I have met on the app. Okay. And so I do, in my experience and in my opinion, I think it's a, I think it is a very good way to, to meet somebody. Um, and, but and, that somehow doesn't feel like success. Um, it depends on where you're attributing the success. So I think the app itself had success in hooking me up with people that were potentially good partners. Uh But personally, 
I don't feel that I've had success in finding a partner, a life partner, because success for me would mean that I am not on these apps anymore. When you were just now describing that you think many people are looking for, not necessarily just looking for a quick hookup or a short thing and the sort of like, just, I don't know, like repetitive dating new people. Like most people in your experience are looking for something more long-term and committed. Um, But what I was going to say is that um, a thing that I, if I do this again and create a new profile, I will definitely put in there um, right at the end, which is what I did do ultimately is to just put down friends first or friendship first. Mm -hmm. Um, Because people are having all sorts of different objectives and there's no way to be really clear about it. Even if they have indicated some of these apps allow you to say, I'm looking for a long-term relationship or I'm looking for just a one night thing. And, um, but I, I felt immediately more comfortable once you suggested that I put that on there because prior to me having put that on there, I was meeting people and I was just so nervous about the context of like what their expectations might be. And I am the queen of like at the end of, you know, at the end of like go get coffee and then you're saying goodbye, you've just met somebody. It's been a nice time that you've met them. That's been, and then it gets to this part where I was always concerned that they were going to try to like kiss me or something. And I would change my tone and get very like clinical and be like, okay, well, I'll see you later. (laughs) 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 Okie dokes. Well, (laughs) bye. You know? And so that was just stressing me out so much. And um, then you suggested that I put down friendship first, which mellowed everything out because I feel like if they've bothered to read my profile by the time that we're texting back and forth on the app, uh, they're aware that they may not know what that means totally to me or what it may mean to them, but they are aware that I hope that I'm not looking to kiss somebody at the end of a first date. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think, I think so much of what I share about online dating is, is about setting boundaries that you that make you more comfortable with the yeah. process, you know? And so that's why, I was supportive when you said, like, I really don't want to be standing in the center. I feel like you're standing in the center of the town screaming, like, hey, I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Tell all your friends yeah. and family, here's my name. I'm right. single. Right. I'm right. up for dating. You know, like, so the incognito yeah. allows you to do that. Um, yeah. And there are also good reasons to not be incognito, which you just, you just like shared all of those really clearly. Yeah. Um, but throughout the process, I do, like you said in the beginning also, it, the whole thing, just like learning anything is, is it's, it's growth and it's learning and it's um, setting, finding your own boundaries and then setting them, I think yeah. is, is what allows you to navigate it comfortably. And um yeah. And there's so many different ways that people communicate that um, friends first thing, you know, yeah. and just, yeah. And it's so easy to, in a, in a comment and online. And I think, yeah, I think you were surprised when I shared that a lot of men add that and yeah. it's a really nice data point. And I think that so many people add it now because it does give them that level of comfort that they're being very clear that they do not want to have sex on the first date. This is not a hookup. Right. You know, this is not something I'm, I'm uh, available for. Right. And I have assumed over time, and I've talked to men that actually confirm this, that the reason they add that is that some people do want that from, yes. from the dating. And so when they, 
meet somebody and they're attracted to them and they find them enjoyable, that they're, they're open to it being physical, whether it's date one, two or three. And some of us are not at all comfortable. Um, for me, that's, that's almost like, having sex with a stranger because it's somebody that I don't know yet and yeah <laughs> it's not something that I want to do but it, it is something that some people are very comfortable with and you know it's kind of like well yeah life is short and if that's how you want to experience somebody new I don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah, either it's not just, at all it's yeah, just but... nice to know it going into the first yeah day. <laughs> no and it's nice to make it clear like for yeah. me I feel more comfortable that I've sort of that I've made that you... clear and yeah and, and I have, have to from worry about some, that yeah i've heard from some some men it comes up in conversation where they you know it has definitely come up when i've been talking to people about their experience with online dating that there are even like a lot of women out there who are really uh interested in just a sexual aspect of a relatively short acquaintanceship and so um i think it, i wouldn't have think thought one way or another of it being advantageous to put that up there but i think that it that i put it on my profile and it's attracting more of what i'm looking for people that read that you know they're not going to contact me if they read friendship first and they go oh who wants that they're not going to contact me right so the people who do contact me are up for that and and i like it so yeah i just want to end on um that um the limited amount of space that we all have in our profile yeah i I think it's really important to use it well. It's really important to include things that are, you know, when you add it to your profile, you sh people should consider like, does, what if they only saw this one thing? Does this right. represent me? Right. And does it represent me in a positive light? Um, Cause we, it's not important to be duplicitous or, or re misrepresenting yourself, but it's important to be honest yeah. and so I think it's a really important thing to keep it in mind and and to take the profile part seriously rather than right. being really flip about it well yeah I mean you because, can do that you're just not going to get great results <laughs> yeah or you know you ha people have to consider the kind of results they're going to get like the market okay, will bear <laughs> <laughs> um but we that's so this is we haven't even gotten into what you write in a profile so that's like the definitely um well next time so yeah. for the next time I think so. this is this is yeah, I think this is, um, I think it's, it's a pivotal moment in, in your experience, you know, you're a few, several months into this and, um, you've learned a ton from it yeah. and you have this comfort now and, you know, it's not like you had to date a hundred people to get here, you know, yeah. you, you went out on like, you know, a handful of dates and really hit your stride, got really comfortable with that and learned a lot about it. And now, you know, it's it's a huge amount of growth in a short amount of time, in my opinion. And I think yeah. it's it's really important to share that with people, because I think when you like drop yourself off a cliff into this world, it can yeah. often feel feel like you're going to be flailing, you know, endlessly to, the, you know, this abyss. Right. But actually, people find their footing really quickly, even though it's a brand new thing and it's very vulnerable. And I think it's it's really um, wonderful to share that and and. Yeah. and acknowledge that reality that you, people it's 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 not it's not it can get better and it gets better really quickly yeah. well yeah. here's the other thing the, the like the last thing i want to say right now which is maybe the first thing i want to say whenever we come back to this subject is that the, i think the number one thing is bring a buddy 
Like that's that is the the, the key, the, <laughs> the most important aspect of this experience for me is because it is yeah. tough. It is so tough, especially early on, adapting to the ways that people are communicating with you, or the fact that they just disappear, or that they don't kind of fall through with things. It's just this weird, discordant manner of uh, communicating with people that you've matched with. Um, for me, at least, that was that really like an echo chamber that I could have filled with all sorts of depressing yeah. thoughts about where humanity is or like how poorly I'm communicating and having another person who's been already had that experience along the way to say, yeah, no, this is normal. This is just keep going. Let's try this. Let's try that has made that's, that's why I am, you know, at this place of comfort now I'm so comfortable. I'm going to stop doing it actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but okay but let's pick up there next time and um i'll talk to you later all right well that's it for this week um thanks again for listening and we'll see you again soon